Welcome to Public Safety Talk Radio, the podcast for all of our heroes in public safety, including law enforcement professionals, firefighters, EMTs, corrections officers, healthcare workers, and more. The show is produced by the POCUA and is founded upon its soundness initiative. This episode is sponsored by the Finest Service Organization, a provider of line of duty death loan protection through many of our POCUA institutions. I'm Ken Bader, and it is great to be in person uh, for this episode of Public Safety Talk Radio. Some of you folks know that I took a very, very slight hiatus because I had the great opportunity to do some work with Police Mortgage, and I said, you know what? Why not do an episode on Police Mortgage with the CEO and founder, John Aridas? John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's Appreciate great it. to have you, and nice. it's great to talk to you. Thank you. You know, as it pertains to police mortgage, I think that the obvious question is why? Why Why police mortgage? Why a mortgage company specifically for police and possibly other first responders? Well, I think the first thing is, is that uh, what's unique about our company is that we are very, very familiar with working with the police. We understand the police person schedule, we understand the job, and we understand uh, the difficulties of, of, of what their schedule would look like, particularly uh, as it relates to them working and getting overtime and having multiple jobs and just just being immersed in the culture. You know, I've been involved, um, you know, with working with the police as a, as a mortgage representative in one way or the other now for going on 20 years. And so all that time, you know, going to the police districts and, and talking to police officers, meeting them, talking to their families, you just get an understanding of kind of like what what are they going through on a day to day basis, and and you know why why police mortgage? Well, because we are dedicated to working with the police. Um, we have uh, employees who are related to the police. I have cousins who are active police, you know, on uh, Chicago Police Department. I have a cousin who's been in the county police uh, in in Cook County, Illinois. So what what we do best is is that we sit down, we meet eye to eye with somebody, we understand their situation, we can hear them out. Uh, we have a lot of sympathy for uh, the predicament that the police are currently in right now, and that's something that cannot be understated. Uh, you know, the police are under attack, um, you know, metaphorically and physically, and uh, sometimes, unfortunately. yeah, and, and you know, just a great example of that would be us in our uh, going to the police academy. So an example is uh, in Chicago, we go and visit the. Uh, they, they call them probationary police officers, so PPOs. So we see them the first day that they're there. They're still in their, their you know, uh, civilian clothes and they're sitting in a classroom. And uh, we, we present to them, we talk about home ownership, talk about the types of loans that we offer, the various down payment programs, and also just kind of give them an, in, you know, give them our, our you know, give them what we, what we eventually need from you if you were to apply for a mortgage. So we're there for education and information. Just so that you know, when a police officer comes on the job, they've got that taken care of for them as well as other things such as financial planning and, and their you know accounting, basic checking, savings, uniform loans. Because sure. uh, we are a wholly owned subsidiary of a, uh, a federally chartered credit union as well. So um, the biggest thing that we do is just understand the police. We understand the schedule. We understand how to calculate their income. Police uh, are very unique in some some their savings habits and how they deposit funds. I mean, so things like that that are just, we've seen it a hundred times, we know how to handle it, and we just understand how to give the, the, the correct advice to, to, the, to them. So, you're first and foremost a mortgage expert. 
you were a mortgage expert before you even took over police mortgage or Correct. created police Correct. mortgage. So from that standpoint, being a mortgage expert and having had the privilege to work with police and some other first responders, is there either a, a difference or a challenge or maybe an opportunity that you see with police officers as it comes to home buying and mortgages that may be different than say a civilian like myself coming in and saying I want a mortgage? Well, I think the first big difference with the police versus civilians is just their schedule. Right? Um, you know, and the fact that they can be taken away from you know, their day-to-day -day, uh, personal lives so quickly with 12-hour shifts and, and just certain events that are going on that require you know, more, more police. So you know, a challenge for us is always to be able to uh, keep in contact with the police officer and be able to obtain the necessary information from them um, you know, as the, the transaction goes along. I mean, a simple example of that would be uh, an extra pay stub or a missing document. And, and sometimes a challenge for us is that the police don't work traditional nine to five hours. I mean, most of the police officers that we're helping are younger police officers, and, and most of the younger uh, folks are going to be working graveyard shifts because the, uh, you know, the seniors are all getting the, uh, the, the best times. There are, there are, though, active police officers who are, you know, my age, who absolutely like the night shift and graveyard <laughs> shift because because they're addicted to that kind of uh, energy or they, there's something about that shift that they like, and also a challenge is is just having um, multiple forms of income because uh, again the police are are paid well they're never paid enough for the risk that they take but the police are paid uh, fairly well and uh, but they still need sometimes to have additional income whether it be because of family situation or whatever. So we understand how to implement that, uh, or not implement it, but we understand how to how to put that into the right. equation. And and uh, overall, it's it's a um, it's an understanding that uh, we we have with the police and their families about just really just kind of knowing what they're going through. And and I use the word sympathize. I I, I think maybe the better word to use is just understand right. what what's happening. So. You know, from a training perspective, our employees are, are trained to be able to, you know, uh, we, we have to work with the police. We have to work with their schedules. We have to understand that there are going to be situations that, that come up that could, you know, cause a delay. So it's just about getting up front in front of all that and just making sure that you communicate that very uh, clearly and directly. Um, it's probably no surprise that police are very, uh, you know, protocol driven. They like the... the you know, they, they do work off of a, a pretty tight They like schedule. the process. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, you have to embrace that and understand that also if you give direct, uh, if you give a very clear and direct, I don't want to say order, but if you're trying to, you know, induce a police officer to, to give you something, whether it be, you know, pay stub or something like that, if you're very direct and very upfront with them and you convey it in a very direct way, you're going to get results. Yeah. Um, because trust is, is really the, the most important thing of all. We're here to, you know, build build that trust. We also understand that it may not be a, a, a one-time appointment where a police officer comes in and they feel like they're being sold. That's not how we approach things. We approach things with an education first uh, mentality, especially when it comes to um, home buying process, which really at the end of the day, we're here to help people, you know, buy a home to, 
Um, Chicago is very unique um, in that you have to live in the metropolitan Chicago area. You can't, or I'm sorry, you have to live in Chicago City proper. Right. You cannot live in the metropolitan area. So we know that when we go to the academy, we're going to be talking to, to younger folks um, that are probably either going to have to move into the city or they are temporarily renting and, and we, we want them to buy or they want to buy and we want to help them with it. So we try to provide them as, with as much upfront education as possible. Um, you know, very rarely do we have somebody come to us and say, hey, look, I've already identified a property and I've got a contract on it and I just want a loan. Mm -hmm. We're talking to folks who don't have the time otherwise to put in to do the research that maybe some other folks uh, that are in a different career, um, you know, maybe somebody's in IT and they're always spending time on their computer and they can research all this. Well, the people that we represent are police officers. They're, they're on the street. They're the ones you know, doing the detail, the dirty work. And so we have to be the ones who provide them the education, I think. Yeah, well that brings brings me to a very important point. You, you talked about on uh, the last couple days in working with you, the importance of education and right. le leading with education. Um, in your vast experience, and I'm not being facetious on that, in your vast 31 years. Yeah, 30, <laughs> 31 he's, years. He started when he was 10. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for those that are on the video, yeah, we've, we've got the same barber too. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, in terms of that expertise in your focus, or better yet, police mortgages focus on educating the officer that is buying the home, what are some of the things that you feel that other mortgage companies aren't necessarily sharing that police mortgage shares with their clients right off the bat? Well, first of all, a great example is, is that we go to the academy, so we're coming to them, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, if a person cannot get to us, they can still talk to us and they can still do business with us electronically. But, you know, I think the thing that we do best is that we offer really good service. We have incredibly competitive rates. We have we have FHA programs, VA programs. We have obviously conventional programs. Um, it's just us sitting down with the member and being able to talk to them and understand their situation and spend the time. We're not looking to you know make a quick sale. This isn't yeah. what this is about, right? We're we're it's almost a vocation, really. You you're, you're, you approach it kind of vocationally where. You want to first spend the time, ask the proper questions. You know, an example is, is that police officers are on a fixed income, correct? Mm -hmm. um, it's about how the, what products and services you're going to offer. You know, with right now with interest rates going up, there are a lot of uh, mortgage companies that might be trying to solicit their um, uh, clients to take out, say, an adjustable rate mortgage loan. Well, we we as uh, of being here as long as we have, we're not going to advise that. The reason is because we we want we, our members aren't, you know, geared for uh, the type of income where they're going to have great swings in their income and that they're going to be able to ma manage that loan after it comes out of adjustment and starts turning into, you know, could have some, some pretty wild swings with, with the, the, the rate. So that's, that's another example. Um, more than anything else, though, it's just the service. It's the, um, the mentality that we have. It's the focus. It's making sure that when we talk to somebody on the first call, um, we're, we're really not, we're not pressing them for anything. We're gonna give them the information that they request, but we're also gonna advise them as to what information they would need to provide us um, in order for us to be able to give them uh, advice. And then I think another example of it is that, um, you know, when somebody comes in and talks to us, 
uh, and they want to understand how much of a home they can afford, we, we don't press that all the way to the to the top. To the top um, yeah. You know, it's a, you, don't, it's, you don't want cops to be cat, uh, exactly. home, home poor, so, house poor. Exactly. So, you know, if you go to a typical mortgage lender, they're probably going to be looking to qualify you for the max dollar amount that you can qualify for. Now, you know, what we try to do is we try to, and, and, and again, we have a lot of cooperation amongst our, our members who understand what we're trying to do, so right. they go along with it. Occasionally, you'll have somebody who really wants you to press it all the way to the top and try to qualify them for as much as they can. And, and, and you know, on paper, you're going to be able to qualify probably for more than what you're comfortable sure. paying because when we qualify somebody, we're qualifying them on their top line or their gross income before any um, taxes have been withheld. Uh, we we like to do a little bit of a conservative uh, first uh, step on that when we start talking about somebody comes to us and we're advising them on, on the, the dollar amount of what they can qualify for. We have to we, we always start conservatively and then we can we can work above it if we have to, but for the most part, what we're trying to do is we're trying to reach a level where there's uh, uh, there's no chance that that loan would be denied, right? So we also want to make sure that we come through on what we say, and I think a big part of that is being uh, honorable to, to the to the information that you're providing somebody. So you know, if somebody comes to us and they say, "Hey, I'm looking to buy a home," and you know, I, I'm not sure if I can qualify because I think this you know this home I'm looking at might be a little bit too expensive out of out of our price range. Instead of me stretching and instead of us trying to stretch that to make that work, we, we probably would talk and talk someone and give them a couple of different options and let them see what, you know, maybe uh, is, you know, maybe you look at a different price range because here's here's comfortably where you can qualify and here's where you could go if you don't qualify comfortably. Sure. But, but now we're taking chances in terms of the, the percentage of chance of this thing getting approved. And, and part of that is all to enhance the customer service aspect of it because um, sometimes when somebody comes through a mortgage company and they're being pushed or you know persuaded to go higher and it's it's it, it's mutual persuasion right so the customer wants it but also the the loan officer wants to do it for the customer it's usually when we have problems with um, qualifiers and things that happen during the transaction where a person suddenly they find that they can't qualify and that's where customer service really breaks down and, and that's where trust breaks down so yeah. Um, you know, it's a two-way street. You gotta, you gotta hope that the person that you're talking to also is taking your advice. Otherwise, why would you be asking for that person's advice? <laughs> but you know, ultimately, we're, we're, um, we, we view this as we understand. Please, again, retirees as well, obviously fixed income. We understand what we can and should do, and what we should not do, and we, we make sure that we're doing things in, in the benefit of the, of the member, but informing them sometimes they don't know better sometimes they 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 haven't thought about it so we also present um, a lot of information and uh, give them some resources to to look into things so that they can make a a, a more educated decision and, and again it's empowering people to have the ability to um, make that decision and what right. we like to think is that we're going to give you that information ahead of time we're not going to push you we're not pushy salespeople. Um, this isn't a situation. It's it's rare out of how many hundreds of people we help per year. It's very rare that somebody comes to us and says, "I know exactly what I want, <laughs> and this is what I want you to yeah. do for me." It's very different for for somebody who's a first responder, in yeah. particular, uh, a police policeman. To to that point, in you know several years of working with law enforcement. Is there is there a biggest mistake? Is there something that you see over and over again that you're like, you know, uh, 
please, police officers, don't do this or do this. I do. Instead. I have. <laughs> well, there's a couple, but the big one is just moving money around. Um, moving money around is innocuous to the to the to the client, but to the person who's trying to verify that source of funding, mm. particularly with things like the Patriot Act and, and the Anti Money Laundering Act, and. and when I do talk to police about this, even, you know, I, I, I think that they do understand that because they are in a, in a line of work where they have to fill out paperwork and they have to follow policies and procedures, that they would understand that when, you know, say a large deposit is made um, and that money sitting in that account and that large deposit was from a part-time job that the person didn't declare yeah. on their taxes, but yet they wanted to use that money towards right. a down payment, right? It's a bit of an issue. You know, you got to be able to source those funds. Yeah. And, and again, I, I say this because I've got relatives who are police. It becomes very personal at that point yeah. because now the person is looking at us and saying, hey, you know, why are you asking me this question? Why are you going down this road? I don't want to provide you with this information yeah. if I don't have to. And so what we wind up having to do is tell them, look, that money doesn't count then towards your down payment. So what we do to try to combat that is that education process. We, we offer uh, home buyer seminars twice a year. We'd like to start doing more of them now that you know, COVID is kind of out of the way you know, in the last year or so. We, we can start stepping up the amount of um, in-person uh, um, you know, events that we have. But yeah. the, the homebuyer seminar is, um, on our homebuyer seminar presentation, we do have a list of do's and don'ts. And, and moving money around is clearly the, the biggest yeah. problem. And again, that's because it's going to make it difficult for you know, our underwriter to be able to trace that. And then they may have to come back and they may have to ask additional questions. So when somebody's working multiple jobs, and again, um, especially in this economic climate we're in, everybody's got a side hustle, mm -hmm. and police are no different, lots of security jobs, they work, you know, where they're working, um, they really need to be on that job for a year, they need to have that money be verified as far, far as it being deposited in their account, um, because we're going to ask where that money came from. So yeah. if they can trace it back to a pay stub and the dollar amount matches the exact dollar of the pay stub, and then we can trace it back to the deposit, we can do all that, but if, if, if it's, you know, and again, this goes to the next step, which is the next one is just honesty is the best policy. So <laughs> the sooner that the sooner that you would get to us as far as like, you know, our advice is, is always come to us at least a month before you're ready to purchase. Yeah. Like even before you're ready to identify a property. Even before you even look at it home. Well, you can go. I mean, people go online. Like, Don't I, go into an open house until exactly. you talk to John. Well, you, Zillow. Zillow is a great example. I get emails from Zillow all the time. Hey, this is what your house is worth, and I get sick when I see it, but. Um, you know, but ultimately, somebody's going to have an idea of the price range yeah. that, that they that they want, right? But coming to us a month in advance is going to give us a chance. And why I say a month at least is because some folks are coming to us and they're actually trying to save that money for down payment as they go along, mm -hmm. and we're going to teach them how to do that. Right. Okay, our job as you know mortgage professionals is to educate, inform, and then to use that towards uh, uh, the ultimate goal of being able to have the, the customer. Be better prepared so that they can come to the application and again prior disclosure is very important because if you're telling me you got a second job and you want to use that income mm -hmm. or you have you don't need to use the income so much as you've got money that's coming in from that that you're saving and you want to you know you want to be able to list that then we have to show you how to do that and and so that's it, it's you know no different in, in medical field early detection all of the all the euphemisms all the sayings you want to say but at the end of the day getting ahead of it by getting in early and looking you know like right now we just had a home buyer seminar and we had it um last week so you know this is october and, uh <laughs> most of the folks that came to that uh, seminar are, are all looking for spring and that's great because 
we're, we're going to give you a qualification. We're going to tell you what you can qualify for when you see us, but then we understand that time goes on and that yeah. if you're a few months in advance, you have a few more months to accumulate money. You have a few more months to, to you know, whether it be you're waiting on a promotion on the job or whatever, but more overtime being counted towards their income. So these are valuable bits of information. And, and the more that we know, the better that we're going to be at the job. Sure. As, as we begin to close up here, and I know, you know there's, there's a wealth of knowledge out there with police mortgage on home buying and even refis, and we could probably go on for like another hour. But if there was one number one tip, if we've got a police officer or a law enforcement wife or you know, another first responder that's watching this, if there was a number one tip, especially for maybe that first time home buyer, what would that number one tip be? Oh man, that's a good question. Oh, um, that's why I do the show. You know, I got a <laughs> podcast, I ask questions. Some of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I just think that the number, well, uh, the number one tip to make everybody's life easier is just to be very, be ready, be prepared. Um, that sounds very hokey and it's very general and it's it's description but if you're um, ready to make that call call police mortgage we are going to give you a checklist of items that you need to present whether it be through you know the internet through virtual or through in person um, and, and please follow those instructions and that tip would be uh, provide us as much information on that checklist as possible as soon as you can so to give you an example, what's on that checklist is the rule of twos, we call it, the rule of twos. We'd like two pay stubs within a month's time, which in, in our case with the police here locally, they get paid twice a month. We'd like your most recent two bank statements or investment account statements, or wherever you're holding um, your funds or to be holding your funds for down payment. And if we can get that, and then we get your uh, authorization to review your credit, we will then be able to best prepare you because we will have then verified your income and we can tell you then how much money you can home you can afford we will have seen your debt we will have seen your credit score and we will have also seen uh, your deposits now the reason why the bank statements are important is because a 60-day history is really what is asked for it's mm -hmm. industry standard if you have had something happen in your account a year ago and in let's say there was a big de deposit a year ago that was a gift from a family member and you want to use that well if, if if that was done five months ago and you're seeing me you know a couple months later you're going to be okay because that money is considered seasoned but mm -hmm. i wouldn't know that unless you know you you uh, come to that meeting and you have these bank statements and i can see right. because sometimes i'll look at the information and it'll be different than what our client has, has told sure. us so the number one thing is just be prepared try to have the, as much information as possible for your uh for your meeting um because once that happens, the, the timeline and everything is set in motion and it becomes much easier for us to obtain information because we have something that we can go off of. Got it. So last question, and it's probably the most important question, is for our audience out there, police officers, first responders that want to get in touch with Police Mortgage, how best can they find you? Well, you can go to policemortgage.com. You can uh, email me at j-a-r-e-t-o-s at policemortgage.com. Um, and we're available for you. So Awesome. Well, John, it was yeah, great having you. you on. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. And thank you to all of you who have either watched or listened to this episode of Public Safety Talk Radio. And we'll be back with you next week with another great guest.
Public Safety Talk Radio is produced by the POCUA. The POCUA is a consortium of financial institutions serving law enforcement as well as other first responders and public safety professionals. To learn more about our association and to find one of our credit unions or service providers near you, go to www.policecreditunions.com. And always remember, if you aren't working with one of our POCUA credit unions, you're just banking with an institution that just so happens to serve first responders. As a public safety professional, you and your family deserve better. Find a POCUA credit union today.